I'm Yoko. And I'm Knox. And this is the, the RNS, RNS Podcast. Welcome back um, to the RNS podcast. Yes, we missed you. Did, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I was feeling like Mr. Anderson. We missed, missed you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Love Hugo. <laughs> uh, uh, so it's almost that time. Almost, not quite. It's the the Christmas for adults. <laughs> I thought Christmas was the Christmas for adults, but no, Christmas is the spending spree for adults for their children from now on. Or on themselves, sure. I mean, let's be honest. If, if we could really spend on ourselves any time in our adult lives when we're not backed down by bills. Okay, you're right. <laughs> so it's almost time for Halloween. So yay. In the spirit of Halloween, yes, yay, because it's one of my favorite holidays. Um, but in the spirit of Halloween, we decided to watch some Halloween horror movies. Well, not in Halloween movies, but horror movies um, that are not necessarily... <laughs> good. They're <laughs> well, not necessarily good. No, we're not talking about like, oh my God, it's so scary. No, we're talking like, it's so bad, it's good. <laughs> it's so bad, it's good. That's kind of the title of today's episode. The Kind of the best of the worst horror movies. Now, I honestly think... Think oh, I honestly think mine was good, but bad good, but like good. I oh, know I like I like mine. I, think I mine, enjoyed watching mine. I, I like mine. I like mine too. Mm-hmm. Uh, full disclosure: I've seen mine before, mm. but I had to rewatch. It. Oh, we should probably also explain that like we both watched uh, horror movies separately, and we wanted to essentially. Uh, explain the horror movie to each other so we kept each other we kept the movies that we watched a secret until this this point so we're going to uh give you some details about the movie some of our favorite moments and kind of like a rating of uh if we think you should watch it or not so yoko yes how how about you start i bowed i don't know why i bowed (laughs) like you guys can see me um okay well i watched I guess I call it an oldie because I know it was a long time ago when this movie first came out. It's always a goodie. This is going to be one of those cult classics. Um, it's a movie called Grave Encounters. Okay. Um, now, you might think it might be like a zombie movie because it has the word grave in it. But no, it's actually like a haunted 
house, I guess. I was um, thinking aliens, but okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Like close encounters. No, no, no. Grave encounters. Okay, so that's the name of the show that these people are doing. They run, they run this show that they go. The show is called Grave Encounters. And they go to, it's like Taps, you know? Oh, okay. Like, you know how Taps always. I, it's like I, a ghost hunting show. Yeah. I got it. It's a fake ghost hunting show called Grave Encounters. Um, so they go to this hospital. Haunted hospital, and <laughs> things just go, things just go so wrong, or so right, I guess depending on how you on how you describe it. Because the movie is actually really really good, um, has a sequel out. I've seen the sequel. It's also, I wouldn't say it's as good as the first one, but you know what is. Um, True. The originals are usually better than sequels. Usually. Yeah, because the originals have more. Originality sequels have a lot to live up to at that point. Um, but yeah, um, I say my favorite moment. Wait, 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 what's the plot? Like, I know you told me that it was Ghost Hunters going to hunt, but I don't know anything about the movie, so I've never seen it before. Oh, well, it's Ghost Hunters hunting ghosts, and the tagline something like, Oh, they wanted to find ghosts, well, they found what they were looking for, something like that. Okay, <laughs> and it's, it's just what it sounds like. Um, these crazy mental patients in this hospital, the ghosts of them, pick them off one by one. But my favorite part has to be the tub scene. Okay. Um, there's one, there's one uh, black guy in the in the whole group, I think, and his scene where he goes is. He he's the he's the token. Of course he's gonna go. But <laughs> <laughs> his scene is just I'd say the most anticlimactic but WTF moment for me. Okay. It's just like wait, what just happened? Where'd he go? And I don't think we ever see him again after that. Well, I I need a little more setup here. Like I um I'm not worrying about spoilers here. We're just we're just talking I'm worried about, about spoilers. You need well, to see I'm gonna this go, movie. I'm going to go full into spoiling a lot of parts of my movie because there's plenty of sequels to watch afterwards. But like, I can't. I want to know what's so great about this bathtub scene. You're giving me like not enough to give me tantalized. Oh, so, like, okay. Well, I was trying to avoid spoilers. Don't avoid them. I want to know. Okay. Well, if you are listening, she wants spoilers, so she gets spoilers. So spoilers for grave encounters. Yes. So. They've all been split up at this point. Now, the profit of this hospital is when it hits, I think, 12 o'clock, it goes into its own separate ghost dimension where you can't escape for anything. <laughs> for anything. You try to go out the window, you can't do it. You try to exit the door, the door will never open. Um, it seems like the only way to get out is through this like magic portal or something <laughs> at the very at the, the very basement, the very end of the hall or or something, or if it lets you go, so you can lure more people in. Oh, so um, while well, they're looking for everyone after they get split up, he goes into this <laughs> this room. There's a bathtub in the middle of the room, and of course, I'm like, "Please don't go near that bathtub! Please don't go near that bathtub! Please don't <laughs> go near!" He goes right near the bathtub, and he looks in. Because what else are you going to do? It's a bathtub in the middle of the room. And this ghost girl jumps out of the bathtub, grabs them, drags them in, and the water goes still. 
What a sucky way to die. <laughs> I'm just like. First of all, though, I wouldn't. Go, I wouldn't go towards a bathtub randomly standing in the middle of the room, and it's a mental hospital. That's sus. Like what? Okay, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm just like, why? Yeah, why did you go to the tub? Did you need to take a bath? Like, what was the purpose? I'm confused. I'm like, I. <laughs> it was the most WTF moment for me because it's just like, I just don't understand why they make the stupidest decisions that they do. Hmm. And it's hilarious for me. It is. Um, Any other moments you really, really liked? I have to think. Um, that's the moment that stood out the most to me. Okay. Um, and what was that? I think there was one moment where the guy tried to jump out the window and the window closed. He ran right into the window. Did he like bounce back or did he break the glass? He bounced back. It was it's mental ward. It's a mental ward. So of course not gonna have window. I don't know that. I thought mental ward would have I guess that makes sense. So he bounced out the reinforced glass. Uh, I think they they get it open, I think they might jimmy it open. Something happens. I forget. You know my memory's not the best. I forget. Something happens, but I also thought that was hilarious. Um And he runs towards him and bounces back. No, no, after that. Then they then they, they jimmy it open. And I think they try to like go outside through the window. And but they're on like the second or third or fourth floor. So it's jumping would kill them or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that was better than drowning in a bathtub. If you even drown, I don't know what happened. I think one of them got like a lobotomy at the end too. Jesus. Yeah, I th- at like the mental the mental patients like are all at the top. They're all at the top of this place. So you try to go down to the basement, and that's for all the the same doctors and nurses are and the head doctor that put made this place into a haunt in the first place through some sort of ritual okay so there's like a satanic ritual mm-hmm. thing very and they're using the patients for it or or something something like that something like that and I, the girl at the very end the token girl she gets taken or traded or whatever by the, by the main guy. And the main guy is able to leave, but only so that he can spread the story and lure more people in. But couldn't he just keep his mouth shut? Uh, no, I think... I think If he would. doesn't spread it, he'll die? Other haunt him or something. I don't know. That's bullshit. If I got out, I'm out. You don't have to come and continue to haunt me. Well, he got famous on the outside world. For yeah, his... great. Got more people killed. Wonderful. I mean, with more money. Okay. People people have sold people up the river for less. That's not a lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Yoko. If you were going to rate... Now, I have a rating system here that I kind of just threw together. Because you know I have my notes. Like yeah. my notes. Um, if you were going to give this a rating out of five... Four. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I didn't read you what my scale stands for. Oh, so I'm one sorry. means it's actually bad. Like, actually bad. Like, don't watch this movie. Two is kind of sucks. Three is meh. Four is... Had its moments. Four. Okay, and then five is so bad it's good. Four. Okay, so like, four. I'd say this movie's gonna have a lot of cringe moments. Mm-hmm. But it's not a bad movie. It's not. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say. Oh, I don't. I don't think any movie besides really Joker at this point has made me feel weird. Mm. Kind of like cringy or anything. Okay. 
No, like, you know, like, ugh, uncomfortable. Ah, ah, right. Uncomfortable is the mm-hmm. right word. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think anybody besides Joker recently has really done that for me. Um, and Joker Knight because it's scary because it was just messed. <laughs> it was just messed. Messed up, yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I'm very excited to tell you about my movie that I watched. Of and I am going to go full sport because you still sound like you were dancing around and I actually want to spoil it for people so they would go watch it. Yes. I don't care. You can be spoiled for this movie that I'm about to talk about and then watch its sequels, which I haven't watched yet, but I'm probably going to end up watching. <laughs> uh, so the movie I watched is called The Ginger Dead Man. So not Gingerbread Man, The Ginger Dead Man. Okay. Uh, highlights, it stars Gary Busey. So you already know that's going to be a trip. Oh, Jesus. I was so excited when I saw that. Uh, it, it has Gary Busey. It's either gonna be really bad. Oh, it's or so bad it's, it's good. Excellent. So <laughs> Gary Busey is excellent. But the the, ta- the tagline for this movie is "Evil never tasted so good." Um, <laughs> it's only about an hour long. It's only about an hour long, which I wasn't expecting for like a, an actual movie, but it's it's literally an hour. Um, and Gary Busey plays a character or the the titular ginger dead man. But also, but also, uh, Millard Findelmeyer. Okay. What kind of name? I, I I don't know. The thing about this movie, okay. I well, guess that does he run a mill? No, he doesn't. But let me let me just talk about the opening, okay? Findelmeyer. So the the movie opens with him. He's clearly like a robber, right? And he's Findelmeyer. Okay, focus, focus, focus. I'm sorry. I just let me just say that Findelmeyer. Findelmeyer. Okay. But it opens with him um, clearly robbing a diner and like just shooting people. But the problem with this is, well, I mean, obviously shooting people is wrong. But the problem with I have with this is that Findelmeyer. When he, focus. <laughs> when he opens the the drawer where you're supposed to take money out of, it literally only sounds like there's quarters in there. Like there's no dollar bills that he steals. What? So he's literally just murdering people who just came in for a cup of coffee over change, over laundry change. Like it literally sounds like quarters. I was like, okay. <laughs> So, what was the point of that? Well, maybe those people just needed to get got. No. So they got got. No. Anyway. He just took the coins to do his laundry later because he got blood all over his oh clothes. Oh, my God. No. Okay. You know, killers got to be financially secure, you know? Anyway, um, he uh, so he kills, shoots up a diner, and he kills, essentially, this family that's out to eat, and including this father and this son. Uh, but the daughter's not killed. So That's just sloppy. He well, it's actually very sloppy how it goes down because he's he's like about to kill the girl. It looks like he shoots the girl. I don't know. They don't really explain it. Like first of all, I couldn't even tell if the, the girl that he shot in the diner was the, the sister or not. I think she was um, because of things that happened later. But it doesn't explain how she survived when the others didn't. Regardless, he hears the I cops. Mean, I mean, some people survive gunshot wounds. Yeah, luckily. Yes, or but- unluckily. He 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 hears the cop and he's like oh and that's like runs off apparently gets caught, um and he gets sent to the electric chair for his actions, uh but when he the the weird the other weird thing about this movie is that they it's like they try to give him a little bit of a a, a character backstory like he's he can't kill the girl in the diner right away because he's like well you know I don't want to hurt you but my mother always told me to finish what I started and he's like thinking about his mother he's like damn you mom like he's trying to give him like a weird mother serial killer backstory or something. I don't know. It was like for half a minute, so it didn't make sense. You got to love a serial killer with morals. (laughs) And it makes... Well, he he shot everyone, so it didn't really... I mean, obviously, 
he was wrestling with himself to shoot this girl. But barely. The thing is that I'm saying it was like a drop, a drop of character development for half a second that never gets mentioned again. I mean, it made no a sense. Penny, in for a drawer draw full of quarters. Okay. okay. <laughs> anyway, so um, his he gets sent to the electric chair and he fries or whatever. But then he's apparently he said something like, I don't know, his, his my mother will avenge me or something. I don't know, something weird. Wait, what? I don't know. He's got a weird relationship with his mom. That's what they're trying to set up. So um. The the daughter and whose brother and father got murdered, uh, his ashes get sent to her bakery that she and her mom run. So the way this happens is so so weird. Okay, so she's thinking about her brother. Um, she's thinking about her brother and like uh, like reminiscing about him because it's supposed to be his birthday or whatever. And then she hears like a knock at the door. And so a, a mysterious box is dropped off by someone in a cloak who she never sees. But the box is labeled Mama's Gingerbread Spices. So even though she doesn't see who this person is, and even though another thing, a package of spices had been dropped off, clearly labeled, she decides, oh, these must also be the spices. Not suspicious of that at all, whatsoever. Um, and they oh, make it... Are, this is just some random spices. They, you know exactly. Let, let, me just put, let me just put them in my cookies. Well, she thought, she thinks it's a great idea to mix in these these spices, which which they make it very obvious it's the, it's Millard's ashes. Very obvious that his mother somehow dropped off the box of his ashes and had it mixed in, you know. And this girl decides, I'm just going to throw these random spices into my gingerbread mixture. So she does. Right? Okay. I another question. Why could she just do this herself? The mother? Yeah. She like, did. I think she dropped it off herself. No, no, no. I meant... If all it takes, I'll brought him back to life. If all it takes to bring someone back to life was to make them into a you're, cookie. You're looking for way too much logic in this movie, okay? <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, he's dead. Let me take these actions to the nearest bakery. No, Even no, though, she wants to take it to the bakery of the, the sister because that's what got her son killed. She's getting revenge. She wants it in her bakery specifically. Of her sister, that's what got her son killed when he stopped in his murder spree to reminisce to himself about what his mom said to him. Well, he that well, he had her at gunpoint just Yes, essentially. Okay. So, oh. yeah, I know. But it's really not that complicated. Honestly, if you watch the movie, it, it was way too obvious that's that's what was going to happen. But anyway, um so then this is what's really really disgusting, okay? Like I I can I can I can understand if she would assume, "Oh, well, my son's ashes are going to get mixed into something." Sure. But apparently the ritual also required blood. And I don't know how she assumed that was going to happen. But here's what happened. One of the employees who goes by the butcher baker, which I'll explain later, um, he accidentally cuts himself. And because this is a, a top-notch bakery, they think it's a great idea to move his bloody hand over the, the flour bin where these ashes are mixed in. And they let his blood drip in long enough that it should have been noticed. Like it was a noticeable amount of blood that drifted into this tin, right? But for some reason, they don't notice it or they do notice it and just decide to work with the material anyway. You know, I'm, ro- I'm rooting for the bad guy. <laughs> it's disgusting. Because that's just unsanitary. Well, you know what? Um, I should also mention that the secondary conflict of this film is that some big restaurant chain wants to buy out their little pie shop. And we're clearly supposed to be rooting for the underdog, right? But if your shop isn't sanitary enough to throw out a product that's been tainted with your employee's blood, then you know what? Maybe it's time for you to close up your shop. You know? I'm think, just saying. I think, I think they have to die at this point. <laughs> like, what, what is this? It's just so unsanitary. What is this? A- anyway, so it was this, it was, I was like, what? How? Get I him, gender dead man. Whatever. 
But Brick, okay, so Brick is the butcher baker, but also the bleeding employee. So Brick is, he's really into wrestling, which I thought might appeal to you. Um, he's really, really, really into wrestling. And he asked Sarah, who's the girl with the murdered father and, and brother, to yes. essentially... Sarah the sole survivor. Yes, Sarah the sole survivor. Triple S. <laughs> she, he asked Sarah to essentially forget about her murdered brother brother's birthday and to get back up off the mat is what he said. He likes to use like, wrestling puns. He says, get back up off the mat, Sarah, even though it's his birthday and it's like the one year anniversary or whatever, right? It's, it hasn't been that long. Um, but Sarah, unfortunately, can't get over it because her brother wanted to go to a titty bar on his 21st birthday and she can't stop thinking about it. Like literally that's what she talks about. The brother or the titty bar? The, the, she talks about both. I'm talking about, she's like, my brother really wanted to go to a titty bar today. And I was like, why are you reflecting on that? Of all the memories, of all the things you could have talked about. She's like, I can't go with you because my brother would have wanted to go to a titty bar today. My brother wanted to go to a strip club and I just... She calls it a titty bar. That's straight up like that's what she says. Nine strip club. I'm not saying that. That's her phrasing. I can't even. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, anyway, so speeding, speeding a little bit ahead, the girl takes this dough that's been mixed with blood and the ashes of a murdered criminal and rolls out a ton of dough, but she uses a giant size cookie cutter and it only breaks um, one gingerbread man, which was weird anyway. Who just breaks bakes one gingerbread man? Um... Oh, I forgot to mention, and I wish I could show you. Is the you. twist of this that she was in on this the whole time? No. Are you sure she wasn't in on this the whole time? No. It no. feels like she was in on this the whole time. No. You know what? I actually think the, the actress in this movie is somewhat competent as an actress. She just got cast in this role. <laughs> um, but no. She was not in, and on, in it the entire time. I actually... No one else will see this, but I, oh, I really want to... I'll show you it later. But... um. When the dough is being mixed together, all the blood and the dough and the ashes, we see this ridiculous image of like this little fetus hand coming out of the dough. <laughs> like it's just reaching out, stretching out, and me rolling. Okay, here's a question. <laughs> is someone there mixing the dough or is someone well, else automatic they, mixing? They a, well, he, there's an automatic mi uh, mixer, but the baker guy came over to check it or whatever to add more stuff into it. So, he, And then when he walks away, we see this little fetus hand reaching out of it. And I was dying at that. I was like, oh, my God. Making babies. <laughs> so we'll do it here. We make babies at this bakery. So uh she she bakes it. She bakes it and there's this I don't know. I I'm going to insert a picture of his face as he's being baked because it's literally the best thing I've ever seen. This horrifying image of Gary Busey blended with a gingerbread man that <laughs> everyone in the world who if you haven't seen it yet, you need to see. <laughs> um okay, and since then speeding ahead, um, I'm just gonna go into kind of my top that's like the general basically the setup of the movie. Now the ginger dead man has come back to life um, and is now going on a killing spree in the bakery to get revenge on everybody who... Wouldn't all the blood make him, like, gooey? He baked well. Oh, the thing... Okay. It's not, it's not like he was laminated. You don't have to be laminated. What happened is that... Okay, I, didn't, I wasn't going to go into this, but there's this blonde this, this blonde girl who whose dad wants to buy out the bakery or whatever, right? And she's, like... she's. A beauty queen and all this other stuff and she wants she hates the sarah she hates the soul survivor girl um and so she randomly goes into her her bakery puts a rat in it to try to get them shut down but first of all sarah's mixing blood in with her product so you don't really have to do all of that lorna okay just saying um but then they get into a cat fight and it's the it's the weirdest cat fight like she starts throwing bakery products i'm like how are you gonna break into someone else's shop and start throwing their own bakery products at them but anyway, they get into a cat fight, oh, and then she broke in, and then she got caught. I think I think all that's out the window. Now. <laughs> um, she they have a they have a cat fight, and then then 
I guess Sarah pushes Lorna into the like electric electric box where all the electrical circuits is, and then somehow that creates some weird electricity thing that sh that kind of blows up the oven a bit, and he gets extra baked or something. I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. But just get past that part. Ginger, Ginger Dead Man's alive, okay? Um, <laughs> some things I really enjoy. These aren't even like my top moments, but now he's going on a killing spree around the store or whatever, right? Um, I think the first person to see him is the mother. And Sarah's, Sarah's mom wasn't at the restaurant, so she survived. But she's like an alcoholic now or something because um, she's drinking all the time. But who's, still, who's the better mother, the ginger dead man's mother or Sarah's? Oh, you never meet the ginger dead. I don't know. She brought her son back to life, so I guess I'm gonna go with the witch with powers. <laughs> um, anyway, she uh, so when the ginger dead man's alive, he has like a knife in his hand, and with the knife, he starts kind of like just waving it at the oh, wait, that's not the first person that runs into him, actually. That's the it's the three. 34th. No, it's the three characters, Sarah, Lorna is the, the blonde chick, and then her boyfriend, Amos, who's not- Amos. Amos. Like famous Amos cookies. Famous anus cookies. Okay, anyway. So- To be a porn star, when, when he first comes back to life, they're like, oh my God, what is that? And he's like, well, it sure ain't the Pillsbury fucking Doughboy. <laughs> so you can look forward to lines like that, like cookie puns and cake puns and bakery puns, essentially, is throughout this movie. I like how he has full awareness of what he is yep. already. Yep. It's just like- He's not even freaked out by the fact that he's a ginger dead man. He's just rolling with it. As, as if he knew <laughs> Roll, he was Rolling with the dog. Oh my God. I wasn't, uh -huh. I wasn't even trying. Uh -huh. Anyway, but uh, so I remember the main characters, they run away, but then Sarah's drunk mom eventually stumbles onto the ginger dead man. Um, when you say stumbles on, do you think he like stumbles on? Or he well, she walks out of the room and goes, trips over the ginger dead man? No, no, she just walks out of the room and she's like, Sarah, where are you? And then the, the guy's just standing, or the little ginger dead man is just standing there with a knife smiling at her and it's weird, weird smile. I definitely am going to insert pictures if you're watching us on uh, YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. It it goes out later than our uh, um, audio podcast. podcast. Audio, audio podcast, you know, um, on other platforms. But I will definitely insert clips <laughs> into a YouTube video or at least the um, picture because it's too funny. Anyway, so she's just she's just staring at him and she wanders closer and she essentially plays peekaboo with him. Like she, he's just smiling at her and she just covers her eyes and goes like, oh, and then keeps doing it. Like, it's the weirdest thing. Like, I know you're drunk-ish, but you're not that drunk. Like that she would start going, peekaboo, the ginger, gingerbread man. Like it was weird. He's waving a knife. And then she gets close to him and she like puts her finger in his face and he's like, have you ever tried a lady finger? And then chops off her finger. And then she starts screaming and like tumbles back into a bin or something. Um, he doesn't kill her though. Cause an employee comes running out named Julie, I think. And Julie's like, oh my gosh, what happened to you? Sarah's gonna kill me for letting you get out, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he somehow with his gingerbread arms is able to knock her out with a frying pan. No real explanation of how he's able to physically lift it. It's he's magic. just able to. You know, you know. <laughs> it makes no sense. You know, Chucky is able to keep all of his human strength via his ritual, even though he's a doll. Fair enough. I'm assuming... It's the same thing, but with gingerbread. I mean, when in one of our D and D sessions, um, one of our one of our of our players got turned into a gingerbread man, gingerbread cookie, 
And it was hilarious because the enemy dove into a lake. And <laughs> all of us were like, they're not coming back out. <laughs> I'm not going to that lake. <laughs> he was just like, screw it, I'll go. Jumps in. He's in an oven. Apparently <laughs> the lake was a portal to an oven. And that's what they used to get away. But when he went through the portal, he came out as gingerbread man. <laughs> so he did, he never turned back, by the way. He just, we, <laughs> just ginger, gingerbread man the rest of the campaign. The whole campaign, just gingerbread man. <laughs> and we got him laminated, which is what the laminate con. We got him laminated so that you know water wouldn't water wouldn't affect him. Mm. Because he was a cookie. Mm-hmm. So we didn't want him to crumble away. Gotcha. That was thoughtful of you. But guys. he but he kept all his strength. But now it was in like a little pint size size. So he was literally pound for pound the strongest thing probably in the world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well maybe it's the same thing with this weird ritual. I don't know. What I do know is that after he knocks out the employee with the the frying pan, he then decides to cover her in, I guess, frosting. I knew it was gonna be her frosting and, or icing. And strategically places gun drops on her breasts. Then he puts her in a freezer. Anyway, so that's now we don't see him do this. We see when the employees find her later in the freezer and just drag her out, and she just happens to be covered in frosting and strategically placed gumdrops. Don't know why. Is she still alive? Yep. But according to, oh, my, this is one of my favorite okay. parts. Does the ginger dead man actually kill anybody? Yes, yeah, so I'll get to that. But hold on. Um, one of my one of my favorite things is that Sarah. <laughs> Uh, she took like uh, one community college class on, on nursing or something, and now she's she's like thinks she's qualified enough to be like, oh yeah, Julie's fine. I don't think she's I don't think she has a concussion. I think she's just in shock. I'm like, she was in a freezer for how many hours before you found her? She got knocked in the head with a frying pan without touching her. You look at her and say, I think she's fine. Are you? She's twitching, twitching on the ground as she says this. I'm fairly certain she has a concussion. (laughs) I'm fairly certain anyone who's hit in the head and then doesn't wake up while they're stuffed in a freezer for hours. She's literally twitching on the ground as she says. And can I tell you, I'm sorry, she says this, and then she starts making out with Amos, who's still dating Lorna, by the way, making out next to her frozen body. So while the girl's just twitching on the floor unconscious. Brilliant. Priorities. Yeah. Priorities. <laughs> now, you know, Knox, I don't know much about, you know, human ethics and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, in, but in the bear world, we just take what we can get. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, sometimes, you know. That's I, not what the movie Brother Bear taught me. Brother Bear. <laughs> that was a total miscast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I should have been the brotherest of bears. Anyway, let me get to the end. We're almost there. Because I'm just going to kind of bounce it around. Uh, never mind. <laughs> but no, the only other instance that I know of someone being stuffed into a fridge was... That's not where I thought this was going. <laughs> okay. Because I, I wanted to comment on that. Mm-hmm. Was um, in the Green Lanterns, um, Kyle Rayner, his girlfriend, was stuffed into a refrigerator after by one of his enemies. And it was a message. Basically, they, let, they stuffed her in the fridge and a message to him. And I was just like, if anyone gets stuffed in a fridge and they don't get out by themselves, because it's a freaking fridge, mm-hmm. you just push lightly and the door opens, then they're either dead or in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I just, it was the fact that they just made out next to her twitching body. I was just like, okay. I mean. Didn't even bother to get the frosting off her either. Just left her there I with the strategic place gumdrops. Maybe, like, maybe the piece of art just turned Sarah on Okay, so anyway. I mean, it sounds like. No, it was what turned her on as Amos was like, oh, you're smart and pretty. After she made her community college. I should, I'm not dragging community college, by the way. Obviously, it's an excellent option to like go get an education. I'm dragging the fact that she thinks she's qualified to determine whether or not this girl was, a, you know, healthy. By just glancing at her, didn't check a pulse, didn't do anything. Just, I've been taking classes at community college. And I think, you know, based on that, I think she's fine. <laughs> like, that was what, so I was just like, what? what? she's trying to say is she's not, she's not going on people in community college. The no, movie is going on people in community college. No, I think that, I just think it was a dumb thing. Like, I wouldn't assume after taking one class in college that I'm qualified to be a nurse. Like, hey, what? Hey. <laughs> I know. Not a, I've discovered the internet. I know that I can just go on WebMD and I'm a certified doctor. Oh my god! Anyway, Doctor Yoko MD, tell me, tell me your symptoms in the comments or on Twitter. Don't, don't tell him your symptoms, please. And I will tell you accurately what you got. He will not life. tell you accurately what you have. It, the answer will just be cancer. Answer is always cancer. <laughs> on WebMD. Um. Anyway, cancer. You death. could have the flu or cancer. That's what I mean. That's your only you option. You could have a sprained ankle or, or cancer. cancer. It could be bone cancer. Um, okay, anyway. You're so, going to die. So uh, Amos and Sarah make out next to the twitching body. Um, and then around while they're doing that, uh, Lorna had like called her dad to come help them or something. I, by the way, it didn't make sense why they haven't left. They could have just left the bakery. I would Up until this point. I would have. I mean, as soon as I saw a body, I would have been out the well, well, now their excuse is, well, we can't leave Julie, but whatever. You clearly don't care about Julie. But the other, the, that's the girl who's unconscious. The other thing is, um, later on, he, the ginger dead man does booby trap the exits, allegedly. But before that, they literally could have left. Literally did leave, decide to go back because Amos decides, I want to shoot this thing. That yeah. was the only reason they went back. He's Does like, no, he? I want to shoot him. Does he? No. Of course not. Because <laughs> there are sequels. <laughs> I want to know that's not what happens. I'll, I'm, I'm getting to that. Okay, I don't want to like just drone on about it. I want to get to these these major moments so I can get to the my top moments. Um. So while they're making out or next to the body or whatever, every, everyone's kind of distracted in the store for whatever reason. And Gary Busey does Gary Busey things. Well, the ginger dead man has apparently snuck out of the store. Oh, okay. So he's actually going because out. Lorna's dad drives up to the store. That's the guy who wants to buy their restaurant or whatever. Uh -huh. um, and he's in his car. He's like, Lorna, what are you doing with that Amos kid? Blah, 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 blah. And and and, and Sarah drags her earlier. She's like, why did you call your dad and not the police? Because her phone conveniently dies right after she makes the one call. Of course. Of course. Um, She's like, why didn't you call the police? And she's like, shut up, Sarah. Anyway. So Lorna's dad shows so, up. Sarah, daddy will help us out of this. Basically, Lorna's dad shows up and um, gets out of the car and is like, Where, where's Lorna? Even though he didn't go in the store. He just gets out of the car or whatever. Next thing you know, you see the car lights turn on and the car and just starts revving. And then he turns around and he's like, no, no, no. This was, I died laughing at this part because the, you see the dead, you though, see you know. a little tiny gingerbread foot on top of a little baking rolling pin thing being used as <laughs> to push the gas pedal because his legs can't reach the pedal but he's using was, a rolling pin that, and his little gingerbread feet that to, was my next question <laughs> to I was drive like, his car i was asking how does he 
How does he even? It didn't even make sense when I saw it, but the creativity alone, <laughs> that was brilliant. That was brilliant. I was dying. I was like, oh my God. So he's driving in this car into the man, pins him against the wall. But the way it happens, it doesn't even look like he actually got pinned. It's just like he just froze like for the for the scene. He's <laughs> like, no, and then gets pinned and he dies. Um, and then of course Lorna finds him later, uh, finds her dad. She's she got out of the store. Mind you, because there was no booby traps at that time. She got out of the store, goes and see her, sees her dad, runs over to him, mourns for 30 seconds with no tears, and just uh, and then it's like, oh no, daddy, and then sees his ring on his finger, takes his ring off, and is like, I'll miss you, daddy, takes his jewelry and goes back into the store. Goes back into the store. Well, obviously, daddy was not safe outside the store. It, so it doesn't make any sense. I was in the store and I'm still alive. So obviously the store is the safest place. <laughs> so she goes back into the store. And then when they're in the store this time, apparently he booby traps the place because then we next thing we see is Lorna's like, I'm a, I'm escaping. You were already out the building, ho, but you already you went back in. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm escaping. I'm not staying here anymore. And then she tries to leave and a knife goes through her skull. Because the ginger dead man apparently, you know, set a booby trap. You know so, why? Because he was sick of people leaving the store. So right now, the body count's only two, and it's just... The one family. Yeah, literally. <laughs> the one family. And... It's just because of her stupidity. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, no! I could just move to the side. So how this all kind of wraps up... Well, there was a moment where Gary Busey tries to fight a rat, fight the rat that Lorna brought in earlier, and he's like, come, come at me, come at me. Just like, it's so stupid. It made no sense, and it had no... There was no point of putting it in the movie, except for making me laugh. He tries to fight a rat. Um, okay, Rick. So then... Pickle Rick! <laughs> then the gender dead man tries to bake uh, Sarah's mom, puts her in the oven... And then Sarah, like, literally puts her in the oven, bakes, tries to bake her. Sarah rescues her and gets her out. And then she gets pushed in the oven. What? And the dead man tries to bake her. It was a whole thing. Because um, Amos saved her. Amos gets knocked out by a frying pan by guess who? <laughs> Again, with a frying pan bit. Okay. Then he conveniently wakes up for 0.5 seconds and manages to grab his gun shoots the handle off the oven door, which allows Sarah to get back out, then passes out unconscious. Really? Really? Okay. The buck is strong. Oh my God. I was done with that point. I was like, okay, you guys are crazy. Um, uh, It kind of ends with the butcher baker dude. That's the guy who was bleeding and bleeding into the, the tin of flour in the first place. He went to go watch a wrestling event. Like, cause he's wrestling. He says he claims he saw them through the window and so he knows what's going on. Just like that. He hops in. He sees the ginger dead man. And he's like, nobody takes on the butcher baker. Because he's like, you know, all into wrestling or whatever. That's his name. Wrestling name. I don't know. I don't know. It was cringy, but it was also funny. Um, and so he pins the ginger dead man. Because the ginger dead man has stolen a gun at this point And was like, I'm going to shoot you. Ha ha. And so instead, instead, the butcher baker manages to dodge a bullet. And then <laughs> pins this ginger red brand to the ground. And it's so funny because he's like trying to choke hold him. I'm like, he's a tiny, gin- he's a lar- larger than average gingerbread man, but he's a tiny gingerbread man. And he's like holding his throat and he's like, ah, ah. Oh. And, and then he's like, I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you. And then he pins him to the ground and begins to eat him, bites into his head, like rips him apart and starts chewing him down. And he finishes with his mouth covered in, I'm going to say jam, but it's blood, and says, got milk. 
And then Busey, now that his head's gone, still manages to say, I'll be back. He whispers it. I'll be back. So <laughs> that's essentially how it's it kind of ends, except for the fact that once the guy swallows the ginger dead man, he gets possessed by him. Um, and they have to throw the wrestling dude into the oven to finish him off officially. So this guy, who's an employee there, comes back, rescues him, eats the ginger dead man, becomes possessed by him, and they burn him alive. And they're like, Sarah, you had to. <laughs> and that's how it ends. And so on a happy note, no one talks about him again. Everyone's at a bake sale, having a grand old time, selling gingerbread cookies. I cannot. <laughs> Cannot. I can. Yes, that's how it ends. Forget him. Forget his sacrifice. We burned a man alive in the oven. Let's continue using this oven to build, um, buy, you know, bake goods for children. And this is why they're going out of business. I as well, except their one competitor is now conveniently dead. No questions about that. The police. I mean, apparently there was no investigation whatsoever. Three bodies in this movie. Yep. And. They killed one of them. Yep. They burned him alive in an oven. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I want to watch the sequels. Because that was like, that was crazy. It was crazy, but it was like hilarious. Now, my main problem with this movie is that it has a surprisingly low body count. I wanted more absurd murders by this gingerbread man. And it needs more ginger dead man. There was more of the actors than the actual ginger dead man. And I'm going to assume it's because of the budget and they couldn't afford to like show him CGI gingerbread man the entire time or whatever it is or they used to do it. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So I figured that's probably the reason why. But I it definitely needed more. You really said you were, you said you were going to go into detail. You really went into detail. Yeah, because I wanted to, I wanted to go over the entire plot. And there's a bunch of sequels. So one, you should still watch it for yourself, even though I told the events. It's different seeing them in person. <laughs> and two, there's like a gazillion sequels which I haven't read, all with equally punny names that I, w- I definitely want to watch. That I definitely want to go into. Actually, well, right now there's only there's only one sequel to Grave Encounters. So I hear there's a three. I think there might be a three coming. Or if it hasn't already came out, I don't know. Like, okay, I'm sorry. The Ginger Dead Man 2. The Passion of the Crust. Look at that. The Passion of the Crust, really? Like, the Passion of the Christ? I, I got it. And then we had Ginger Dead Man 3, Roller Boogeyman. Ginger Dead Man. Oh, how is there another Gingerbread, Gingerbread, Ginger Dead Man 2? Bakery of Blood. I don't know how there's two. Saturday Night, Saturday Night Cleaver. Another three, too. And here's Gingerbread, Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong. I I'm don't sorry, what? I don't understand that at all. Is there an Evil Bong series that we missed out on? I don't know, but I need to watch this. Look, look, look it up now. An Evil Bong series? Yes. You guys know of an Evil Bong series? No, I, I, I don't know what they're parodying. Apparently there is an Evil Bong movie. Oh my god, there's an Evil Bong movie. Well... Color me corrected. <laughs> wow, there's an evil, and so they paired it up: Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong. Okay, so two terrible, you know, movies combined together to make one awesome terrible movie. Honestly, if you go into this movie not expecting it to like to actually be like think this is quality or something, you will be entertained. <laughs> I went into it knowing that this had to be a bad movie, but not like bad, bad, but like so bad it's good, which is what we're talking about today. Um, Jesus. So I I definitely I'm down for watching these sequels. I mean, I I don't know. It we was got, we got stuff to do before Halloween, that's for sure. That's true. 
So yeah, my top moments were the drunk mom playing peekaboo and then him cutting off her hand saying, got a ladyfinger, like a ladyfinger sandwich, like the cookie. That's what that pun was. I got it. I I, I got it when he said it. I don't know if it was apparent to anyone else, but anyway. Um, <laughs> and then when he manages to drive the car. You know if ladyfinger got paid for that line? Wasn't it like advertisement? Well, I don't know. If I don't, it's just a type of cookie. I don't know if you can, like, it's not like if, you, if I say chocolate chip cookie, someone can sue me over it. It's just a type of cookie. Like, it, it, it's not like a brand. Yeah, like Chips Ahoy is chocolate chip cookies. So no, I mean, no, you, there if are. You're, if you're a killer sailor and you like kill someone with like some sort of bag of wood chips, I don't know, you would you say Chips Ahoy. <laughs> that would actually be really good. <laughs> that's actually good. So, yeah, um, that's the, the gender dead man. And it, it's, I don't know. I guess How would you it, rate it? Yeah, I was gonna say that's the last thing I have to do, right? Because I talked about the entire movie basically almost. I didn't even spoil everything. There are still moments in there that are absolutely ridiculous that I didn't talk about, and I talked about a lot. <laughs> she talked about a lot. I talked about. A, only... I talked about. I talked about a little. She talked about a lot. But you know what? See both these movies. See Grave Encounters first. It's the more serious of the two, obviously. Oh yeah, mine, no, <laughs> mine's just ridiculous. I wanted to watch something ridiculous. That was the point for me. Um, so if I'm gonna, I'm gonna rate this. I'm gonna rate it a four. It is. It is so bad that it's good. But it needed, like I said, it needed more Ginger Dead Man. I was disappointed with the, like, if you're going to have Gary Busey in your film playing a gingerbread man who came back from the dead, I need to see him. All the time. Almost all the time. I need to see a higher body count. I need more ridiculous puns. You know what we need? What? Ginger Dead Man versus Chucky. I want to see Brad Dorf and Gary (laughs) Busey go at it. That would actually be really good. You know what? They don't even have to kill no one. I want to see the quips, the puns. <laughs> I want to see the banter. <laughs> that's essentially what I wanted, though. I wanted more. I wanted more puns, more cookie puns. As lame as it is, that's what I wanted. So I'm giving it a four because it lacked that, but I still think it was worth watching. Versus Leprechaun, by the way. Ooh. That's, Ooh. Yeah, that's what I want. That's an idea. Chucky versus Leprechaun. That's what I want. I'm gonna give it Jason versus Michael Myers. I mean, Jason's going to win, obviously. I like Freddy versus Jason. I don't know, but, you know, he got it. Um, Michael got his head cut off and he came back, but Jason got blown to pieces and he came back. So. It's never a new story. Um, anyway, uh, speaking of. Never a new story? No, speaking of movies, because you brought up now another movie slash movie idea. I wanted to wrap up today's session by kind of discussing. Alien vs. Predator was a disappointment. <laughs> Not discussing that. <laughs> discussing the films we actually watched, like horror films we watched this year. Um, and kind of like breaking like what your favorites were so far. Did I see any horror movies? We did. Time? I'm gonna I'm gonna list them to you. I'm gonna list what we went to go watch together, and then you kind of tell me like how what kind of what's Please your favorite, do, least favorite. You know me. I don't remember anything. So we went to see Ma. We went to see oh, Ma. I enjoyed Ma. We went to see Pet Cemetery, which is you know a remake. We went to see Us. Us was amazing. We went to see Midsummer. That was all right. It too. It too what? It too. It. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah. It the that, sequel. Wow, forgotten so fast. <laughs> well, I know where you're ranking that one. <laughs> we went to see Annabelle comes home. Yeah. 
That yeah. was, was kind of funny. Yeah. It was funny with how boring, how boring I'm including, the blah. I'm including Brightburn because people list are listing it as a horror movie. I didn't consider it that. I thought it was a thriller. Me too. So maybe I'll take it off the list. Or, I liked a, it. or a character piece. Yeah, I liked it, but I, I wouldn't rate it a horror movie. But So uh, for, let's try that again. So let's say Midsommar, It 2, Annabelle Comes Home, Ma, Pet Cemetery, and Us. That's what I remember us seeing. I'm sure we even saw more. Um, I don't know if they were horror movies, all of them. We saw, we but saw, we saw a lot. We saw so, a lot. Since, since, you know, back in the day, we saw a lot. Yeah. So what would you rank from the ones we've seen? And these are 2019 movies only. So this yeah. is all we've seen in 2019. Um, what would you rank as kind of like maybe your favorite horror movie of 2019 so far? Us. Us? Us. Why? Because Us was amazing. <laughs> no explanation needed. <laughs> I mean, no, there is no explanation needed. Like... Ah, the ballerina Oh, really? Scene. Because all I remember you doing is explaining to me why it was so awesome when we saw it. <laughs> ah, but the ballerina scene was really good. I loved the ballerina scene in Us. That was so good. Yeah, I don't want to spoil these ones. Yeah, I'm not. This, this, if you haven't seen Us, what the hell the is wrong Dead with Man you? Man came out in 2005, so, you know, I don't feel bad about it at all. If, but... you, haven't, if you haven't seen Us, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> see it. See it. Not it. Well, see the first it. That's second it. <laughs> you, you can you can skip out on chapter two. Matter of fact, you see it one and then watch the Stephen uh, Stephen Curry version of it chapter two part two. No, the made for TV movie with that. You let Prince Albert in the cat. You do. You better go let him out. You Tim Curry. That's what I thought. You yeah, said sorry. Stephen Curry. I was sorry, like, sorry. Tim Curry. No, a lot of guys at work. Nothing but sports. It's okay. No, I got you. I got <laughs> Nothing you. but sports. It's uh, infectious in a bad way because now, you know, me, I, go, I can only hold so much information at once. It's okay. okay I got it. I got I'm sorry, you. Mr. Curry. <laughs> um, so you're ranking us as your number one. Yes. What about, okay, so you got Mob, Pet Cemetery, Midsummer, It Too, and Welcome Home. What would you rank? Maybe you're number two. Us and this, the rest, really. Um, I'd say Ma. Okay. Because I enjoyed Ma. Yeah. Like that, I don't know about that, what that actress's name is, but I'm starting to see her in more and more things. Oh, oh why can't I remember her name right now? Oh, that's embarrassing. I know her. I know what? her. Like, I'm starting to see her in more and more things, and I really am actually enjoying it. Like, I'm enjoying her as an actress in these, in these things. She does suspense really well. That's true. Like I, I I I do like I do I think she she if she keeps going like this she she's definitely gonna have like an Oscar worthy Oscar worthy Octavia Spencer I don't like remember her name Miss Spencer kudos <clears throat> to you Miss Spencer after that um, the rest okay. really like fair enough I mean Pet Cemetery was I like the ending mm-hmm. because. Because it was different. Because Cemetery wins. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, let's be honest. The whole world is doomed. Yeah, pretty much. So I like that ending. <laughs> um, Well, spoiler, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I would rank... I'm going to say... I'm going to agree with you. Well, no. I'm going to rank Midsommar. You really did like Midsommar. I really, I really, really did. Um... Midsummer was for me. It was just interesting to watch, but there was no. For me, there was no real emotion in it. I guess for me, because 
I connected to the main characters like anxiety levels that <laughs> it felt emotional to me. To me, it just felt like they were on an acid trip the entire time. I mean, they kind of were, but um, like, the entire time. Like, I, I get, I, I, I like where it started. Mm-hmm. I thought it would have more of an impact. Mm-hmm. Besides the one scene in the flower shed, and mm-hmm. after that, really nothing else. Mm-hmm. I get, I get what you're saying. Like it's after that, it was just forgotten. I think it's well. I didn't think she forgot, but I guess I get it as a criticism. I get that that you think it should have been like. Like it was this big thing in the beginning. Like using that imagery more. Yeah, it was this big thing in the beginning, and I, now, I think it. Then we have pubes. <laughs> I think it was reused, but in a way that maybe maybe I saw it, but you didn't see it. Probably not. Um, I I would think it was used thematically, not necessarily like reference with imagery. No, no, I no, I get it was used thematically, but I wanted to see it come up in imagery. Yeah, I know what I'm saying, but I was okay with it being used thematically. I was okay with that. But Midsummer would be my number one. Us would definitely be my number two. And while I enjoyed Ma, like it wasn't really, it wasn't horror for me. Like, well, no, 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 no. She did some creepy stuff. It wasn't scary. These are just listed as horror movies. Not to say that they horrified me. That's not what I'm rating it by. I'm just rating it by pure enjoyment. So Midsummer was yeah, me, same here. Us, Ma was enjoyable, but then it got weird to the end. Not even weird, as in like the movie was creepy. It just, it just, I don't know. It didn't, it mean, didn't end mean, well. You mean Luke Evans' penis? No, that's not what I meant. But thank you for telling that to our audience. Hey, if you're watching Luke Evans' penis, Ma. Watch Ma. Okay. <laughs> and that's it. And then the rest I will qualify as, eh. Yeah, I didn't really enjoy the Pet Cemetery remake. Annabelle Comes Home was just kind of like whatever. Yeah, I thought that it would be It too more. was whatever. And Brightburn I enjoyed, but I don't really see it as a horror movie, so. Yeah, like I, I put Brightburn 3. Mm-hmm. If it was an actual horror because movie. Because that's exactly what I would expect out of a evil Superman movie. Yeah, oh, I really enjoy Brightburn, but since I don't consider it a horror movie, I'm, I'm coming it out, like you said. Superman, though, Brandon Briars. You're, yes, 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 we know. It's not really Superman, but okay. <laughs> you okay. <laughs> you okay. Um, so, uh, are you, oh, I wanted to also, we talked about the ones that we kind of have seen this year. So what is one movie you're looking forward to seeing that's also a horror movie of 2019? So I'm going to read you some. We talked about some briefly. Dr. Sleep. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I was going to read you nope, the Dr. list. Sleep. Okay. Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep is up there for me as well because I love Stephen King. Um, so I'm excited about that. But I also know you mentioned Countdown and Black Christmas. Oh, yeah, those are those are definitely. So on we're my probably list. gonna go see those as well. Matter of fact, matter of fact, one of those movies is coming out on the twenty fifth. So. so we're probably gonna go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we what we want to ask you guys is what movies are you interested in us reviewing? So if there's anything you want us to see, let us know on Twitter at Yoko Knox or on Facebook at facebook.com/slash RNS Yoko Knox. So let us know, and we'll probably go out and review it and do another movie review like we did with Joker. Yeah. That. That actually sounds pretty cool. Okay, so let us know if there's, like I said, any movies that you're interested in us reviewing. Also, uh, next week's podcast, just giving a little spoiler for it. So if you guys have any urban legends or short story, or short horror stories or just any events that's happened to you personally, like hauntings or paranormal stuff or anything like that, uh, we'd love to hear from you guys so that we could possibly include that story in our next podcast episode for our special like right before Halloween podcast episode so you can send us uh, messages on anchor.fm 
Uh-huh. You see us voice messages, you know, feedback, tell us that what you want us to do or hear or talk about, you know, things of that nature. So it's anchor.fm slash Yoko dash Knox if you wanted to send a voice memo in. But you can also follow, you know, follow us on Twitter and Facebook and send your uh, um, stories or suggestions in that way. So uh, I think that wraps up this podcast. Yes. That was fun. I'm going to definitely check out your movie. Oh, we're going to watch the crap out of these gingerbread movies. Oh, most definitely. (laughs) I can can tell. Oh, yes. Uh, So thank you for joining us. And we'll talk to you again soon. Play us out. Before you go, please give us a like, subscribe. And if you want to continue talking with us about nerdy stuff, follow us on Twitter at YokoNox or on Facebook, facebook.com slash RNS YokoNox. We upload every Tuesday on anchor.fm slash Yokonox and also places like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many others. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys in the next one. See you there.